are back with another episode of We Are Liars, your favorite Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we are discussing the very anticipated episode, Keep Your Friends Close. This is episode 10. I have in my notes episode 8, which I know is not correct. Oh. (laughs) I must have, you know, it's just habit to just edit the portions that I need, and then I happen to not take that. Okay, anyway, original air date, August 7th, 2010, written by I, Marlene King, directed by Ron Lagomarsino. The liars go glamping for Mona's birthday as A, threats escalate, and the FBI arrives in Rosewood. But not even a mani-pedi can lift the girl's spirits when the evening takes a dangerous turn. <laughs> not even a mani-pedi? Not even a mani-pedi. There were no mani-pedis. No, not that we saw, but girls were getting the mani-pedis. We yeah. just didn't get to see any of them besides Emily and Arya get the big blowout. And I mean big blowout. That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> this episode was so jam-packed i said to michelle it's a pretty perfect pll episode though you have it has everything you want it's got the drama the romance the a stuff the obviously cringe scenes and clear like many cringe scenes we'll get into it not to worry before we do i just want to tell everyone why i'm so energized it's because we had a little poison of a starbucks uh s'mores inspired latte Whoa. So I created it because at this point in Starbucks, I guess seasonally, you can't get, there's apparently this marshmallow cream. I didn't even know that that was a thing. And graham cracker syrup. They don't have that now because it's probably seasonal. I don't know if they'll ever get it back, but I happen to see on Starbucks secret menu that that is an option. So I made my own little uh, cocktail. We just did a latte with oat milk and a barista espresso it's a powder a chocolate powder uh a pump of toasted vanilla for the toasty marshmallow because i couldn't get the toasted real toasted marshmallow wow it was really good it wasn't sweet i enjoyed it it wasn't it was good yeah i really enjoyed it and it gave me some energy for this crazy episode. I have so much to go through and we also have Seth coming. So really excited. So we'll start. It's Mona's birthday. As we said, she's throwing herself a glamping party. Michelle's like, obviously her parents are rich, right? Like there's no way that she can get away with all this. So Hannah plans on going, but the other girls, not so much. They're like, not really our thing. We're not a fan of Mona and Hannah just wishes that they would give her a chance because she was there for her when the other girls weren't. And uh, it's clear that they're not going to go. However, they get a text from A and <laughs> A is going to be at the scavenger. So it's got basically a scavenger hunt. And now all the girls are like, well, we have to go now. Right. You have to come find me. Come find me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On top of that, the FBI are in town and Agent Wilden is not there. Agent Wilden. Detective Wilden. Is Detective Wilden on the island? No, no, he's not on the island. Okay. Um, but Agent Cooper, who's definitely way more professional at her job, um, she shows the girls the video that A has sent into the police, and she asks the girls if they have any clues. So what we get basically from this video is that it's the night that Allie went missing because she's wearing the quintessential 
epic yellow top, which you'll see time and time again because we recap this night over and over. Right. A sweater that is not hers. Uh, it's at the Kissing Rock, and she must be with the older guy that she had mentioned to Spencer. We do get a revelation, as I teased last time, that it is Toby's sweater, and now the cops are out to get him because they're determined to arrest him because there was blood of Allison's on the sweater, and I guess they figured out it was Toby's. I mean, that makes sense, right? Like, this right. is a person's article of clothing. Exactly. person who's died, the blood. And sure. this person, Toby, who they just keep pinning everything on because it's easy. You know, it's he's a kid that ran away from a situation, and now everything keeps coming back to him, and the cops are like, well, that he must be it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it is lining up. It is, unfortunately, for it Toby. Oh, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, over to Hannah. We know the things at the Marins are not good in their financial standings right now. Both ladies are feeling the heat to try and, you know, keep their head above water. Mona drops by to see if Hannah wants to go shopping for her birthday during school hours. Um, and Ashley feels the pressure to give Hannah some cash, like some big cash in front of Mona to make it a point because Hannah was saying how, oh, it's not really a good time ever since my dad left, X, Y, and Z. And um, when Ashley goes to give Hannah the bill, Hannah's like, no, she doesn't want it. She probably feels so... She knows. Yeah, she's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And Ashley's like, just take it. It's like keeping up appearances. Exactly, and that's that's Ashley. That's right. always been her. And now the fact that she is financially struggling, she doesn't want anyone to know. The fact that her daughter even knows is shocking. I feel like she that's something she would probably, if unless she had to, wouldn't tell her daughter. Well, I mean, we had this scene, was it last week? I don't remember, where she was like, there's nothing in the fridge. We got to make some cuts. Like mm. She made it apparent that they have she to change some things. Right. So obviously Hannah knows. I mean, Hannah's selling her articles of clothing with mm -hmm. Lucas. Mm -hmm. Liz is having Sorry, there issues. was one hair that was like completely stuck in. Got it. All right. So when Mona comes over, she tells Hannah if she doesn't go shopping with her, she's going to take that as a sign that she doesn't really want to be her friend anymore. And she's really dramatic about this. And she expects Hannah to be there. And if she's not, then I guess friendship over. And as we know, Hannah gets called down to the principal's office, which, again, why are we doing this? You can't question minors without parental consent and during school hours. Right. And I thought Spencer's mom made that a point. Like, you right. can't be questioning these kids. But is it because it's FBI? I guess because it's FBI. I don't and know about that. Of course, this prevents Hannah from going shopping with Mona. And so Mona sends her a text, screw you. <laughs> And so now that Hannah is disinvited to Mona's party, on top of that, another rumor has surfaced about her, uh, started from A, that Hannah had liposuction, and that's how she lost her weight. And Hannah's like, well, that's not true. And she's so pissed because now A is affecting everyone because A sent Mona a message. Yeah, but also this liposuction comment was so cringy. Oh, yeah. And inappropriate and uncomfortable and all of it when the girl's like, can I have your liposuction? Oh, yeah. Uh, surgeon? Yeah. Oh, I know. No. Oh, I know. This is, there's more, not more of that specific I'm thing, sure but you is. know, there's plenty of that to go around. Yeah. So we pan over to Ashley, who works at a bank. We find out she's an, a financial planner. And uh, she is dealing with a 
90 something year old woman. She's the last of her lineage, no family. And so Ashley acts on a whim and she takes this woman's safety deposit box and she's got a purse full of cash and she's in panic as she drives home with the purse full of cash and she even brushes off Byron who wants a ride from her uh and uh what a weird yeah it was weird run in he taps on her window like hey i was going home i was thinking you could give me a ride and it was weird because it she wasn't stopped at a stop light or a stop sign like she must have stopped to let people cross it was it was a crosswalk and he just like on like she would have to like people probably are coming like she has to go anyway you know she can't stop right. in the middle of the road it was but it was weird a weird camera angle we like shot down and saw her speed off from the license plate point of view and yeah. i thought that was really weird <laughs> yeah and then we panned down to see that she has this yeah. wad of cash right yeah um Speaking of Byron, he is overwhelmed with his single parent duties like laundry and taking kids to practices. And all while that's happening, he's still hopeful that he can work it out with Ella. Dude, give it up. Get over it. She's on to a new show, dude. Like, no. So we see Ella, though. She's trying to live her best life. She's trying to thrive. She's living by herself. She's painting again, which Arya finds to be you know a good sign that yeah. she's trying to move on and we do have a conversation between Arya and ella and Arya asks if she blames her for the cheating and lying and ella says well obviously i wish you would have told me but i don't blame you so that was a sweet moment between the two of them and what i also like is to talk about allison and Arya is like i'm just so mad at her that she literally was like a liar she was she lied to us about everything yeah there was a lot of of seemed to be realization with the girls that she just really liked to play games yeah and now this is all coming i think they already knew that but now a lot of them mentioned that right and melissa says well i think that's probably what got her killed i mean i agree with you right like you you're manipulating every situation you know you might hurt the wrong people which is awful, right? That shouldn't mean that she was supposed to be killed no, or murdered not. and doesn't leave to the cause. But yeah. it doesn't help the case. It doesn't help the case. No. We have Arya and Noel in this episode. They're talking about their date, which sounded super cute, if you don't ask me. Like, romantic night at home watching old movies. Like, that sounds perfect. Add some pizza. And Arya likes that. Like, yeah. She's like, yes, actually, that is a great night. I'm looking forward to it. But they it's not kiss. With Ezra. I know. But Noel likes old movies, or he says he does because maybe Arya does. But he's trying, you he know. Is, he is, but he really can't catch a break because then <laughs> Ezra walks in, and this whole scene was so childish to me. Where Ezra, under his breath, says to Arya, "He's a football player, right?" I'm like, "You started the conversation." Then she tries to explain. That Noel is actually really smart, really genuine. He likes old movies. And then Ezra goes, you don't have to explain anything to me. I go, you literally just opened up a conversation for her to explain it to you, though. Yeah, you're peacocking. Yes. And I just, he really rubs me the wrong way so much, so much that I I can't believe I'm even here. Not that he, I, again, I've reiterated this. He was never my favorite character. But I am just so done with him already. I feel like every time they're on the screen, Arya and Ezra, I can take a nap. Same. Because I don't think I'll miss anything. There's no 
growth in any of the conversation. And so he leaves and he says, oh, I'll see you in class. Then Aria in her locker from a gift from A is a book of poems, which I was trying to explain to Michelle and maybe to myself. Like, I think this is a book of poems that like students and teachers like write in. Like we had this in elementary school. I don't know if you like your grade did, but like people would write in poems and then at like the end of the semester or, you know, whatever they would. We had that in middle school too. Maybe. something elementary. Yeah. Something like that where it was a collection of everyone's pieces. Yeah. Or like people who, who had good pieces, you know, like they probably wouldn't have published mine. That's for sure. Yeah, no. Um, but Ezra has written a poem, B26, which is the number on the jukebox, the song that was playing the first time they met. Oh, yeah. This okay. B26 gets referenced a lot um, on the show. Great. And um, this is a poem and I trivia I will read it to you because it is so laughable that she's reading this poem and she is so moved by this poem you know what? I'm it, no I, I kind of want to hear I want Seth to hear it okay. I want Seth to hear it so I'm gonna save it she's moved but she's like pissed off she's moved and moved but pissed yeah and she says how dare you write these things about me making me think that you didn't love me she throws the l word in there which i'm like too freaking soon it's been two months maybe she said right before labor day labor day ish is when her and ezra started dating it's now dating. what end of october dating let's like were and they dating they hook hooking they up hooking up they weren't they were barely seeing each other on the side because you know what they can't and it's wrong and it's wrong and she's like you made me think that you didn't love me and i can't deal with this back and forth like i don't know what's a lie and what's true and i'm like he never lied he said i think you should see people your own age this is not good we can get in trouble he was open and honest about those things kind of he said those things but he can't follow through no, and he actually he never follows through believe them you're right he never follows through with them Ugh. so it is Guess I guess giving her mixed signals and so now she's so furious that he has the audacity to write down his feelings in a book that he claims she was never supposed to see why the hell would you send it in then if yeah, you never want anyone I, to see that I think that's a red flag right just saying like I you, don't know. you this you, little manipulation you published it in a public forum it's public exactly it's she's public. a student at the school where you publish the poem that's my point Hello. that's my point and yeah. so noel is suspicious and he walks into an open classroom door overhears them fighting and Arya's like yeah i'm done here and noel is like what is going on yeah real smooth Arya. what is going on and then ezra the 24 let's just say your old man's like do you have something to say to me? You're talking to a child. Yeah. That is a, a subordinate, a student. Yep. You don't speak that way to anyone. I don't care. And then he throws, he's so childish. He throws the book across the room when they're left. That he whole scene sucks. literally boiled my blood. It was brewing. And I don't even know why, because it's the same scene we've had five times already. Because it's frustrating to keep I feel like watching. I'm talking about chair. That's how I feel, too. It's like a little <laughs> less dramatic than Chair. Yeah. Because Chair was so over the top. This is just... At least Chair was age appropriate. Yeah, no, exactly. It was better. If, it was better. The fact that we can say that Chair is better. What a growth <laughs> moment <laughs> on Total Betty. What a growth Network. moment, Total Betty Podcast Network. Whoa. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, so I was infuriated by that. And later on, we'll talk about more with Ezra and Aria. But let's go over to Spencer, who is 
still on the outs with Melissa, but Melissa is treating her nicely in this episode. I think Melissa realized that Spencer, I I don't know, was Spencer trying to spare her feelings by telling her, not telling her that Ian was in town? Maybe she like assumed that that was the case. Yeah, I think that's what Spencer is trying to do is she doesn't want to hurt Melissa. The whole time she's like, I just, I didn't want to hurt you. I thought I was protecting you. I I didn't, I'm sorry. And I'm like, Spence. (laughs) Michelle's like, I don't believe it. I do not. I think she wants to believe that. Right. You never want to hurt blood, right? Right. But you got caught up in the moment. And like more than one time. Yeah, this is kind of her thing. This is her thing. This is her thing. And so we learned that Ian, which I had to keep cluing in Michelle on who Ian is. And for those who don't realize, Ian is Melissa's ex-boyfriend. I mean, they do explain it in the episode, but he was the one that was at Allie's memorial. And he's the one that Spencer had a fling with before the Ren situation. And Melissa says that Ian broke her heart. So Melissa doesn't know that Spencer and Ian have hooked up. She only knows that Ian has broken her heart. We don't know why he broke up with her. I guess we can assume something to do with either Spencer or now Allie. And uh, she doesn't want to give him a second chance. But he's so gung-ho about taking her out again, which I'm like, this is so random. Why would your like ex-boyfriend come into town? Now he's the new field hockey coach, which Spencer plays. It's weird. And then you're like, wait, I just want to rekindle my thing with Melissa. Like, why? Why? It's suspicious. We also see flashbacks in this episode of Spencer and Ian. And this is when he's coaching her so inappropriately i said the scene made me literally want to rip my skin off i was so cringed out by it it was so it was the most inappropriate more inappropriate than spencer and ren more inappropriate than aria and ezra i don't know what it was ryan merriman does creepy really well i guess yeah he does Mm, it was not sitting well it makes my stomach turn ew i hate it i hated it it was beyond inappropriate he kisses the back of her neck while he's with uh, melissa and then turns around they start making out and then i don't even want to repeat it but he says did you like that oh that's like the worst thing you could have said in that scene the worst thing right right in front of their house and right and then Allie sees because they're not discreet about it this is the second time (laughs) Allie has just like walked in like what you guys doing yeah i see you're doing inappropriate things yeah and then later ian wants to come into the house to ask out melissa again for a coffee date and so spencer feels remorseful and i guess she is trying to patch things up with melissa and so that means that she needs to patch up the relationship between melissa and ian so she's like go out let him take you out and so melissa does agree to that but, you know, she's hesitant because he broke her heart and Ren broke her heart. Like, her heart is broken. She should be hesitant. She and absolutely should. She should not go out with this dude. She should think it's weird that he wants... I mean, she doesn't because she's Melissa and she's probably like, oh, of course he wants to right. see me again. Sure. But she should be... That should. That's a red flag. Yeah. I'm not into it. No. <laughs> Especially when we find out more about him. Great. Yeah. Um. And so over to Emily and Maya who are discussing Toby and Michelle and I are like, God, she she never happy. She's never happy. Emily? Emily, she's never happy. But Maya makes me happy. And Maya seems to be comforting to Emily. And she's telling her that like, 
yeah, I know your gut felt wrong, but like people can act certain ways. Like they're just because they're, you know, good sometimes doesn't mean they can't be bad and vice versa. Like it's okay that he was your friend because he also had a dark side. Like we all have dark sides. Maya is the voice of reason. She was so, she's so mature. She's great. I loved it. And then we see Wayne, Emily's dad. Oh, that's his name? Wayne, yes. He has arrived home early, I guess. And it's so sweet. Emily's so excited. And then Pam walks in. She ruins everything. Ugh. I'm going to make baked potatoes because they're back. <laughs> Great. When did they leave? I didn't know baked potatoes had a moment. She is, first of all, Nia's body is like a rocks. Like her there's like scene, I think, in next week's episode, she's la- laying on the couch. It's like her trap could like literally knock you in the face. She's incredibly toned. Regardless, I love her. Yeah. It's just Pam is really tough. Yes. Really, really tough. And she really upset me. I felt like I felt like I was really uncomfortable because she's like, oh, I didn't know Emily had company. Maya, I think it's time for a family. Like, go home in so many words and i was like ew that was so rude yeah we could have handled that differently it was really i really upset me and do wayne and her have a good marriage it seems that way yeah it definitely seems that way okay and so even in this episode you can see pam she's just not as warm as wayne like wayne's like honey let me hear your stories let me let me hold your hand like he's comforting and pam is not Pam is, as Michelle said, the ice queen. Yeah. She's hard. She's really hard on the outside. She tells she doesn't listen. No, exactly. And Wayne is listening and trying to give advice on the whole Tobifer situation. Right. And he's doing a great job saying, like, you know, he's dangerous. We're just looking out for you. Yeah. I mean, you can't blame him for what he's saying. Right. And then Emily's kind of spinning it with, like, well, what if I don't want to, like, what if no one believes the truth, like, the truth about toby basically the truth about her and he's like well, what do you mean and she's about to say her truth yeah. and she doesn't and then pam is overhearing this conversation and we see that the reason why i guess i'm hopeful that pam is so rude towards maya is because she is holding the photo of the two of girls kissing oh i'm sure that's the reason yeah i mean but i think she also like the first time she meets maya she's like thrown off by her and like, I feel like every time Pam and Maya are in the same room, which is hasn't been a lot at least yet, she's just like just doesn't understand her. Like yeah. this, this she doesn't get it. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. So later on, Emily is driving to Maya's Maya's Mona's party. Excuse me. And Toby's hiding in the backseat. <laughs> in broad daylight. How did she not see him? That is like this is a PSA to all your women out there. You need to check your back seat. I check. I always check the back seat. Oh, I do too. Also, when you're walking into your car and it's daylight, you can usually you can see. see into the back seat. You'll see. He's also not a tiny dude. No, he's not. He's very tall. Did she have a lot of coats back there? <laughs> like, what were the logistics? <laughs> yeah, it was very unrealistic and made us laugh out loud. And then another scene where I probably would have fell off the couch if Michelle wasn't here, but when I watched it by myself, I was I had to rewind to three times. Well, I hit my head. Oh, on Michelle a hit her cup. head on a coffee cup. Um, so Toby's like, pull over and let me tell you my truth. And his his truth basically was he wanted to tell Allie that he was happy that she got Jenna off his back and wanted to give like a thank you. 
And during that time, she was cold, obviously. So he gave her the sweater. Wait. Yeah. How were these two talking? Like, how did it lead to Allie getting Jenna off of Tobifer's back? I don't know if Allie maybe had blackmailed Jenna. Maybe her knowing the situation. I don't I don't really know how. I mean, we do find out, but I don't really remember how we get there. Because, like, Toby and Allie aren't friends. No, but I think Allie, what Allie seems, even though she stirs up a lot of stuff, if things are wrong, as we've seen with, like, the Byron situation or Melissa and, I mean, Spencer and Ian, like, if things are wrong, she's going to say something about it. So I guess to her... Jenna and Toby hooking up, which in theory, I guess wrong, but not. Correct me if this is going to be a silly question. Jenna and Toby hooking up. Was this before the explosion or after? Before. So before they were before, before they were hooking up. Before Jenna was blind. Okay. Yeah. I don't. So, and post Jenna being blind, not the case. So pre-blindness. Pre-blindness. They're hooking up. They're hooking up. Toby wants to get out of it. Jenna doesn't want to. Right. And And so Jenna is very uh, manipulative, I guess, about it. And they don't really clarify, like, how Emily, uh, (laughs) Emily, how Allie gets Jenna off of Toby's case. Was it her making her blind? blind? I mean, in a way, that's fucked up. I hope what? that's not what he means. No. I'll have, to di- I'll have to dissect this a little bit more. And listeners, obviously, if you know better than me, like, <laughs> let me know. Like we have our beautiful collage that you yeah. made, but we need like a different one of like, okay, this is the reason why yeah. strings. Right. I might have missed it, but I will definitely find out okay. if, if it's something that we've already learned, which I and don't just, think. just like confusing stories. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. well you're not. You're confused because I'm also can't give you any clarification. Okay. Um. Well, at the time. So he explains that he had given her the sweater because she was cold. It was outside of Spencer's barn. It yeah. wasn't at the Kissing Rock. So she got into a vehicle with another guy. Uh, clearly, he didn't recognize the guy. Otherwise, he would have said who it was. Right. And drove away. And she was very much alive. And Emily's like, you need to tell the cops. He's like, what's what's the point? They already think I'm guilty and obviously you do too but i need you to believe that i am innocent here and so she's like i have so many questions and he says i would love to answer them if you want to come by the church later that's where i'm hiding out and she's like didn't really give like an omit like okay yeah definitely kind of answer she's like didn't promise that she'd go but she ends up going to mona's party and this is where the fun begins it's like the last 10 minutes of the episode but you have to talk oh my god i didn't talk about the scene the scene I didn't talk about the scene. O M freaking G. What was this? What scene? was this? And if you watched the episode, you know what I'm talking about. There's no way you couldn't deny you what you saw. You can't escape it. When Toby's about to, I can't even say it without laughing. When, when Toby's about to leave, he literally looks at a tree, puts his hand on the tree, the most abrupt way. It's so awkward. It is so funny. You can't unsee it. Go back and watch this. I will get the timestamp. I'll put it in the description for the episode. Um, I also have made a reel about it. So if you haven't seen it, check it out now. I was rolling. I watched it three times by myself. When I watched it with Michelle, it the I actually had jumped over the television 
remote and it had replayed it for us which was great because she was like what the hell yeah, happened crying and i was laughing crying. so hard i fell over and hit my head on the coffee, coffee cup, cup. <laughs> i just there's so many questions was this directed this way like you said did he lose his mark did he trip <laughs> it looked like he looked down then put his hand on the tree it was it, it was, was so, so stark. Yeah. Why? Why? And and then it's and like. And they used that tape. They used the tag. They didn't have The editing room was like, unless the editors are like, this is LOL. funny. Let's keep this in. Like, I need to know. Has Is this is this talked about in the Pretty Little Liar world? Probably not. I, I could really dig deep. Maybe. It has to be. It has this is so be. ridiculous. Oh, sorry. It has to be. What is this? I think. Can you imagine if I watch this by myself? <laughs> The commentary I would have blown up your phone with. Well, that was me when I watched it by myself. Like, like laughing, 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 laughing. Randy coming and be like, what's wrong with you? I was like, oh, my God, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> Go back and watch if you haven't. Yeah. You'll have a good time. All right. So Mona's party. Camp Mona. We want to go to this party. Yes, please. Manny Petty's blowouts bar sleeping bags. Massages. Massage. Like it is swag. so cute. Um, and the girls gather to hear what Emily has to say about Toby. And during this time, the girls are getting pampered too, which is quite comical. And so the girls get a text from A stating that you found my bracelet. Now come find me. Good luck, bitches. So Spencer assumes this must be in the spot that we found Allison's original or fake bracelet. She knows exactly where it is, which is bizarre. And so she goes and she finds a bracelet, a friendship bracelet for Jenna. And the girls are like, is this Jenna telling us that she's A? And they're like, no, I don't think so. And all while Hannah is also spying on the camp, which is so great. By herself. By herself. I was like, girl, you can. No. No. No, definitely not for me. No. Yeah. So then they get another text from A stating you're as in the dark as Jenna looking for me in all the wrong places. So Spencer's harping on wrong, 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 realizes it's right, right's playground. She heads there with Emily and there is a tree and engraved in the tree is Allie Hart Ian. And they're like, whoa, big revelation here. Big news. Big news. Ugh. Ezra... He texts Aria that he needs to see her ASAP. So she's missing. She goes into the car. (sighs) He explains that he was a coward. He begs for forgiveness. And at first she's like, no. I'm like, yes, but no. And I felt it was super manipulative of him to like lean in and be like, forgive me. And then she's like, no, he leans in even further. Forgive me. Like, I did not like it. I also feel it's very manipulative to do this while she's at a birthday party. And he might not know that. And maybe she didn't express that. But you were at a, I'm assuming, 16-year-old birthday party. Right. It's probably her sweet 16. And you have to go meet this child-like adult man. In a car, in the woods, in in the dark. It's just... It's not a safe situation. I feel very uncomfortable watching this. Yeah. And when I see Ezra lean in and whisper in her ear, I immediately am like, I just want to slap you. I'm just so 
disgusted by him. He's gross. I think we're supposed to be like, wow, this is so hot and romantic. I. It's not. Right. At all. It's not. They're really missing the mark on this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was originally I wasn't I wasn't siding with either of them because I find them both to be insufferable. But I understand obviously more where Arya is coming Same. from because you know, as a 30 something year old person, I can't even imagine dating a student of mine and then not cutting it off and then being the one to manipulate that person into still be like, she's very impressionable. She is a child. You are supposed to be the adult. And I don't care that you have these feelings of love, which to me and like granted everyone falls in love at different paces, but this seems impossible to me that you can love her after not even going on a real date with her you know like you you haven't even dated you've literally kissed four times maybe make out they've made out make outs but like four separate times and that's it yeah it just is not believable to me i have a big problem with it obviously and i don't want to see this continue but it's going but it's going to because it's and now like it's pretty much like they've solidified yeah okay we're gonna try and do it again because so she's going to see like, Noel. Me. She's going to be with Noel and Ezra behind his back. So essentially, she's going to do what her parents are doing. Great. Mm, love that lesson, Arya. Can't wait. But again, yeah. like you said, you side with Arya. You can understand Arya because I can imagine we were 16 girl, 16-year-old girls. If and if my had a crush ador- on a teacher. And they were hooking up with me. I sure. Would, I would not doubt it. Yeah, exactly. Right. We'd be all about that. We wouldn't know that this isn't right. Exactly. Yeah, it's really, it really pisses me off. Yep. And what I love about this scene, though, Michelle's like, this is, what is happening? Is someone, Hannah, assumes to be A, or is A, we'll see, um, writes on the car in the in the condensation from the rain, I see you. And but Hannah we, also sees Arya and Ezra. Right, but we don't see Arya and Ezra see the lettering on the no they car. don't they don't see it because they're make too busy making out yeah but then she gets out right and, she's and so girls hannah again. is trying to call or text her because she sees that a is around the corner and she's trying to warn her but aria of course is wrapped up in the making out part of the uh of that night and so then Hannah, I guess, gets more confirmation as you see her in the parking lot she's following this person on the binoculars she finally texts all the girls, I know who A is, meet me in the parking lot. Of course, she can't say, I know who X, Y, and Z is, because that would be not fun for the story, because she could have literally just said, like, blah, blah, blah is A. But also, do you know who A is? You saw a person in a black hood and black right. pants. You didn't see a face. Well, she thinks that she did, so she's going to text the girls. Got it. So she thinks, she are to believe she She knows who A is. Who a she is. recognizes this person. Okay, I didn't read it that way. Yes. Well, I can confirm she recognizes this person. She knows who it is. And she's about to tell the girls. And while she's crossing the parking lot, a car comes out of nowhere and hits her and drives off. And she is unconscious. They're saying she's like not breathing. The girls are obviously crazed and hysterical. And they call 911. And that's the last scene with the girls. But while this is happening... Toby does get arrested. Yeah. The cops do find him. He does a great job of trying to run away. Oh, my. <laughs> he took, like, two Toby. steps forward. 
I like Toby so much, but he's, he's they, the strangest just like, character. They make like a mockery of his. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like almost just like it's the comedic parts. And it's not supposed to be. And it's comedic. not supposed to be that way. It's right. not supposed to be that way. Right. Anyway, the cops arrest him and they obviously are arresting the wrong person because we see the final scene is someone is replaying these, the tape and we get some more of the tape. And at the end, it's revealed that Ian is the one with Allie. Which could be assumed, I guess, at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. that is my summary. This is an episode that if you're a PLL from the beginning watcher, I mean, probably if you started watching it late too, you'll never forget this episode. I don't think so. You'll never forget Hannah getting hit by a car. You'll never forget Camp Mona. You'll never forget I See You. I'll also never forget Tobifer in the tree. <laughs> we'll, we'll literally never forget that. <laughs> if we forget that in seven seasons, please remind us. Please. Which I'm sure we won't. Um, yeah. And Allison, as Mike and I were chatting, Ma- Al- Allison saying you know you want to kiss me is is pretty little liars like I know there's a lot of things that are pretty little liars but that they replayed that on every you know promo for the show every recap on the show I know you want to kiss me I know you want to kiss me and it's like ingrained in your brain as a PLL watcher so okay speaking of a we have like a lot to go over with our a because now we have two what do you mean we have two, we have two a's Someone does a copycat. Wait, what? We have two A's. So we got a message this week on We Are Liars. And the email subject is, you aren't alone. A is the truth. From a different email address, a liar is a liar at gmail.com. They say, listen, Michelle played with fire and now they're about to get burned. But then really, we get an- another email on Total Betty that, a from rosewoodpa at gmail.com says, I know I know of two liars who should ask the wizard for honesty and discretion and better insight about who I really am. What is happening, A's? What is happening? Y'all need to talk to your peeps. What? What's happening? And then we also have the And then we have A the on Instagram, Instagram account. What is it? The what's the ha- the exact handle? I'm obsessed. This one is We Are Liars Pod Are Liars. What? That's, That's what the name. A, that is? is the handle. So if y'all want to follow ah. our personal egg, Wait, we don't you know which one it should. is. You guys should. You guys should. We Are Liars Pod Are Liars. This is the best thing I've ever heard. This is great. This is great. So keep it coming. Yeah, please do. Um, it, now it has. It can't be the same person, right? Someone's a copycat. Someone is like, wait, this is fun. And they're like, hey, let's like throw them off their tracks. I still think it's Mike and Jillian and a team. Same. Same. I I can't disagree. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be with Seth. I cannot wait to get his take on everything PLL because I truly don't know where he stands with anything. I just know that he loves this show and wanted us to podcast about it. So I have no idea his opinions and his like 30 something year old guy opinions now. From a a male gaze. And a male gaze. So um, stay tuned and you'll hear the Rosewood Shop. So this week's flavor is Ben and Jerry's Glamfire Trail Mix. Chocolate ice cream with crunchy pretzel swirls, marshmallow swirls, and fudge-covered almonds. Now for those OG scoopers, they might remember that I used this flavor back in Season 4 
episode 11 of The O.C., titled The Dream Lover, where Che and Seth come camp out overnight for a spiritual renewal. Since that episode dealt with a Seth going on a camping trip, I thought it was fitting for this episode since we have a Seth with the two of you and you were all on a trip in the PLL world. Also, the name of the flavor corresponds to Camp Mona and how Mona said that it would be more like glamping than camping. The ice cream has marshmallow swirls in it, which represents Emily and Aria after they got glammed up with their hair was so puffy like a marshmallow. The salty pretzels represent Mona and her mood towards Hannah in this episode. The fudge-covered almonds, something both nutty and sweet, represent Ezra and Aria because some of us might be nuts thinking about this, but they did have a sweet moment in the car. Ew! <laughs> we are not celebrating that. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Okay, so Seth, hello and welcome to hey. We Are Liars. Oh, wait, we're so excited you? that you're here. Hey, look, I'm excited. We finally did this podcast. We finally I know, did it after years of asking and poking and prodding. Yeah. So wait, who wrote that ice cream thing? Our patron, Mike. Oh my god. Isn't that beautiful? Every week. He's an ice cream guy. He is an ice cream guy. And fun fact, yeah. Michelle and I actually got to do a meetup with him in the city and he picked oh, out cool. Ben and Jerry's flavors for both of us and we ate them. And which were which ones were you? Michelle's was Netflix and Chill and yeah. mine was it was like a black forest. So it was like cherry and chocolate. I don't remember what the Delicious. actual name was it what it was, yeah. but I was like, You're pretty spot on, damn. Damn it. Yep. Yeah. He's great. Very cool. Seth, so please tell our listeners why you were just begging us to do this podcast. What is it about Pretty Little Liars that you love? And also, just out of all teen dramas, why, why this, this one? one? <laughs> okay, sure, 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 sure. So um, when I was growing up, the I didn't really watch a lot of like teen dramas. It was mostly like Gilmore Girls... We watched a lot of Seventh Heaven. We watched a lot of Boy Meets World. But I never really ventured into the stuff that you guys normally do. Um, I don't know why. I just wasn't interested in that. And then after I got married, we discovered Pretty Little Liars and watched, you know, the first episode, which is amazing, you know, uh, and we're just so hooked and kept watching it. And we actually had like a group of probably maybe eight to 10 people and we would just binge and watch, you know, tons and tons of episodes and just laugh and laugh. And it wasn't, I wouldn't say that it's hate watching because I genuinely like the show. Um, and so that's why I always thought it was up your guys alley. Cause it's like, yeah, of course teenagers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teenagers. And did you say what I like about the show? Yeah. So what, what do you like? What kept you going? I mean, obviously you were laughing through it. And while we have also been laughing through it for the last 10 episodes, it definitely has something different, a little interesting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I think what keeps you going is who is a what is actually happening? Who are all these people? And um, I definitely want to know what's going on. Um, and the writing on this show is so absurd. It's like <laughs> it's like an exercise in excess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like how many more circles can we add? How many more layers can we add? Like even in this episode with um, Ashley, 
with Mrs. Potter mm-hmm. <laughs> with the money yep. and the key and take you know uh it, it's just every every character uh, and then especially when it gets to the overlapping stories of the different which I don't want to go into but uh it it just it goes so far off the rails and when you think it can't go any further it goes even further you're correct and I, I, and I love that I think that's great I think casting 45 year old women to play teenagers is hilarious <laughs> wow <laughs> who are you referencing yeah in this well in this episode spencer's talking to melissa and she says i'm only 16 and i'm so tired and i was like i'm sorry honey you are not 16 and she you have not been how old were you in 2010 Hold on, let's do math. Oh no, come on. How old was Michelle in 2010? That was 12 oh, years ago. What are you, 35? 35. So, so 25, t- 23? 23. So she was 23, Troyan. So I know. It, I think they look pretty young. I think out of all of them, obviously Lucy Hale looks the youngest. Aria. Aria. I think. Hannah. You think Hannah me. looks the youngest? Yeah, I think I think Hannah looks Her the and Arya are the same age in real life, which is my age. So they're currently okay. both 33. So at the time okay. they were 21, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just Yeah, but it but in all the teen dramas they always do that. Nobody's the no, actual I know. Well, I know. age. Yeah. I feel like they actually look pretty young compared to our other shows yeah definitely compared to the other shows that we've podcasted about the this cast looks the youngest you know but it's not there there here nor there it's fine (laughs) on to the next next. um so i have some trivia and some continuity so this the bag that spencer was packing in this episode is the same bag that anna gives luke in gilmore girls when he is taking (gasps) april on that school trip Wow. Love that Warner Brothers, you know, lot full of tricks. (laughs) I liked that bag. It was it was like a bowling bag. It looked like. Yeah, Yeah, I liked it. Um, I'm assuming you didn't read the Pretty Little Liars book, Seth, right? I did not. Yeah, there's quite a few. I do have to correct one thing from what, what you guys said last week. I have not seen this show the whole way through. Are you kidding me? No. So I have seen the first four seasons. And then I kind of skipped around once the show was over. I haven't seen like the last episode. So I'm, and it's so far departed from where it starts that you, like even the stuff that I did kind of see and read, I had no connection. There there was no connective tissue to mm-hmm. get me from point A to point B. So you've never seen the finale of this show? I, I, I would say what I've seen, but I don't want to say. Oh, that. no. Yeah. Well, we'll talk in so private. I'm not sure. Not 100%. Okay. Sure, yeah. Because so much has changed since where we are now. <laughs> Season one, even though you have the magical powers of A, um, it's still somewhat grounded mm. for where the show goes. Like, it still yes. is just kind of teenagers and SATs and, you know, divorcing parents and whatever, but it goes so, so much further. Yeah. But I, yeah, I have not read the books. Well, in the books, this is, um, this episode was basically the whole plot of the third book. So, um, in the book we have a, a send a text to Hannah 
that Mona had liposuction, so it's reversed, and that Naomi and Riley, who were like Mona's minions in this episode, are like huge in the books, and they were apparently Allie's best friends, and she Uh. ditched them and then started hanging out with the other girls, so I guess Mona took them on. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I liked hearing what's happening in the books, and the third book in the series is titled Perfect. Perfect. I would love to read you both Ezra's poem. I don't know if you stopped and read this poem. (laughs) It is comical. I'm excited. So B26, Ezra's poem. It's a number. It's a song. Oh, God. It's a girl. Wait, this is the poem? (laughs) Yes. Oh, okay. Smooth. Pearl joy Uh, packed. Gold falafel. Gold falafel. <laughs> what the actual fuck is gold? F- yes, that falafel. That's where they've eaten. As through ice. It's 4 30. Morning with phone calls. It's deaf mute. It's cheap. <gasps> A foreign car. Maybe bingo. Lucky night. Something smells. Oh. Something <laughs> something says it smells bad. What what made what? her cry? What made her cry? What made her cry? Wait. What made her cry about this? What made her cry about this? Reading it. <laughs> reading it. Or the guy reading it to her and she was like, please stop. Like I just asked you to please stop. Wasn't that the worst shit you've ever heard? What is uh, that? Well, coming from him, it makes total sense. It makes total sense that this is how he filters this relationship. You know, through himself. Oh, something God. smells. Something says it smells bad. What? <laughs> now, Kate had sent me a, a screenshot of the of the actual piece of book. You know, uh, the bu- you know the book that had the poem in it. And then I found this on the wiki page just because I wanted to have the whole thing. Then I, I was lazy, didn't want to type it out. Um, but that's what it says. So this is correct. This is correct. Wow. This is what Ezra's wow. poem B26 about Ezra that moved her, uh, that about Arya that moved her so much that she cried and was pissed that he wrote these amazing things about her. Has, has anyone this is bullshit. this who's a, who's a poet <laughs> and was like, wow, this is what this means. And also Arya's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually I have. You I'm, have. I'm actually a poet. I, did, I never told you. I, I, I did my doctorate in poetry. Wow, and I can Seth. tell you. That this man is a psychopath and, wow. a, and an evil. Psychopath. He is the devil. That's yes. what that poem means. Yeah. All right. So let's just talk about your thoughts on Ezra and Arya since we're here with that. Oh, my god. I am so curious as to your perspective on this relationship. Now, when the first time you watched it, how many years ago was it? Was it recently? Not that oh, recently. No, because no, 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 you've been no, asking no. us to do this for a, a long time. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I probably watched it. 10 11 years okay ago. so it was on air at the time yes oh, okay that makes yes. sense all right yeah. so at that time what did you think of this relationship and has it changed watching it now again oh my god no <laughs> no how much time you got i have all the time in the world for you if you are listening to this on a treadmill stop and get on an exercise bike because you're going to want to take a seat <laughs> <laughs> ezra fitz is the most evil character in all of television history. Mm. Whoa. That's a bold statement. He's horrible. Yeah, he's awful. Horrible. Horrible. And their whole every every encounter with them 
is the same thing over and over and over again. This isn't right. Okay, okay, fine. But you love me. So, you know, what are we supposed to do? Oh, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> and it's just one of them saying one of those things to the other one. Mm-hmm. They can't, they always they always gotta go. Somebody's always gotta go. Serena Vander Watson. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's really hard. But yeah, I mean, uh, can I understand how they initially met? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yes. Fine. But once you turn around and you see her in your class, you are packing your bags, you are leaving town, you're going back to school, you're finding a new career. <laughs> yeah. You're done. You're done. Yeah. Everything. Everything that has led you to that moment is gone and your new life starts. But yeah. not for Ezra Fitz. Yeah, because you don't come back from that. Like if people no. find out you have an affair with a student who is not legal, you can't come back from that. Like people are not going to hire you. No. So how can you live with yourself? And how can you live with yourself? Forget about being because hired. the love is so strong oh and passionate. God. Oh my god! He's so I, manipulative I towards her. He's so manipulative. Well, right? Yes, I don't. I, I don't buy that for a second. I don't buy. No. You know the the love is so. Because guess what? I've also hung out with Aria. I've spent time with her. She's not that great. <laughs> it's true. It's not like wow, Aria, you're so amazing. Oh, golden falafel. Like oh my god. <laughs> Something smells. Something. <laughs> Something smells, and I gotta find she out what it is. She obviously smells. We bonded uh, over that. Those right. are all memories. I, do you think that poem served the purpose of? Oh, we really can see the connection they've built. Right. Sure, that she's yeah. a vegetarian and likes falafel and smells like I don't know what else. And it, Pearl it, Ivy Pearl. Was, what does he say? A, Pearl Joy. I mean, look, I like falafel and I smell. Does he want to hang with me? Same. Sure. Write a better yeah. poem. Right. It's 4.30, morning calls with phone calls. Morning with phone calls. It's deaf mute. I don't know what that what? means. I just, why didn't we just give a better poem? Sure. I would have loved well, to see him like really pour his heart out about this girl. Yeah. Like Emily's letter from yeah. the last episode. Yeah. There you go. Something more in that. Yeah, that, that was, was like the best written thing on this TV show. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. But like no, that true. letter was great. Mm-hmm. What, what, what was the line? She says... Um, the target practice t- target practice I loved yeah. it yeah. oh yeah you you thought you said it was practice but now it feels like target practice I was like oh, yeah cuts Emily. deep she's deep yeah alright so how do you feel about Emily and, as a character in general um I think that thus far up until where we are right now she definitely is the most layered like especially like with her getting close with Toby um, she already has plot A, right? Which is her uh, struggling with her sexuality, getting close to Maya. Maya has the connection to the house, right? Yeah. She's so you already have that whole subplot. That's plenty. And if you were to if you were to ask me which one of these characters is going to get close with Toby, I don't think I would have picked Emily. And so that's really interesting to me. It's interesting that she's the one who's kind of. Um, defending him. I don't know why that is. They mm-hmm. all kind of have secrets and things. She might empathize with him. I mean, we know that they both like Circus Survive, I guess. <laughs> Circus Survive. <laughs> when when they said that, I turned to Jean Marie and I was like, "They are these kids are not listening to Circus Survive. That's what I, I said. So That's what I said. I was like, yeah. what a random thing yes. to say. That was yes. weird. That was yeah. weird. Yes. They, maybe they were like 
sponsoring or something. No way. <laughs> they were not sponsoring. Sponsored like, by Circus Survive. That's exactly what they would dispense it. Yeah. Playing next week at Emily's Cousin's Bar. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure. Do they, do they even play? Yeah, they must have played the music in that episode. Right? I don't know. They must have played one song. Anyway. All right. Yes. The music in this show is like teenage easy listening. It's like dad rock, boat rock, but for teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of instrumental too, like a lot of yeah. the teen shows. But I actually think it kind of works. A lot of the musical cues, uh, Toby's whole arrest this episode was like, I felt really bad for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We l- we're really digging Tobifer. We Tob- think Tobifer is he's is, definitely a layer. Is, he's layered. He is. He's the comedic relief without trying. Oh, Seth, did you uh, see the tree? The tree scene when he puts his hand on the tree. You couldn't have missed it. He looks at Emily, looks for his marker, steps down, puts his oh. hand on the tree, and it was so abrupt, and we were cackling. It's real <laughs> cackling. weird. Can you slow it down? I, oh, I can I, probably slow it down, yeah. I I love um I love the actor. Keegan Allen. Fine, yeah. Fine, cool with him. But Toby is the biggest dope <laughs> loser. Like, I'm sorry. I think I he's misunderstood. Not. And so is Emily. Ah, sure. When he, okay, you are popping up in a girl's back yeah, seat. Yeah, not a good look. Not and good. the first words out of your mouth are, I'm going to finish. <laughs> I started. You're right. It's not he's good. He's the biggest joke. Bro, you pop up and you're like, it's okay. Everything's okay. Everything's all right. Look, I don't have anything in my hands. I'm not going to hurt you. You don't say, I'm going to finish what I started. Like he's Batman or something. Yes, oh exactly. No, he's Edward Cullen. Yes. He's Edward yes. Cullen. Toby thinks, Toby Ken- thinks that he's. Yes. Yeah. There's no way Keegan didn't go out for the role of Edward Cullen. No because way. he is no literally or any kind from of vampire it. role. Yeah, he's from he the was book. Made for it. Mm-hmm. He was made to play a vampire. Sure. Yeah. It just. It's so laughable, but I'm still. I still find him to be so lovable. They're writing him for us Awful. to feel. That he's a when it's very obvious he's not to me. That's your thinking. Yeah. Okay. It, because like they're trying to sh- like point us as like. Well, it, it's very get- obvious. It would be very obvious. Right. But like. Yeah. Well, Toby ju- Sweater. And just like right. Jenna too. Like it's Jenna A. Like they keep referencing no, no. that they're trying to push that Jenna Gen could be. A? Jenna A. Toby. There was a time on like the interwebs that like anyone who had an A in their name was like a a suspect. Well, yeah. So like Emily and Spencer are definitely not A, but but Hannah and Arya definitely could be A. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was like, well, I guess I can make sense. Sure. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's go on to some questions from our listeners. So we have, of course, the Google Doc scrolled all the way to the bottom. All right. So Britt asks if we could make uh, Camp Mona shirts, which we're going to make Camp Total Betty shirts because that's going to be cute. Um, But she asks, have you ever been glamping? Is it fun or still gross? Clearly, she doesn't camp. So I have not done any of that. But this I would do. I would do this. I just wouldn't sleep there. She would do all the activities and not stay. I didn't see any sleeping arrangements. There was the cots. Oh, uh, well, she did tell them to yeah. bring pajamas too. Like you definitely yeah. were going to sleep there, but when we didn't yeah. see that. I didn't know. I didn't know if there was like a building, like a lodge or something that perhaps they would be in, mm. or because you only saw like the the accoutrements. Is right. That the right word. 
Accouchement. Yeah. Accouchement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So have you been glamping? No. What about camping? The last time, <laughs> the last time I went camping was, I think, the night of senior prom. Wow. And it was horrible. It was like one of the worst experiences of my life. Where did you go? Do Whose you remember? house did you end up at? <laughs> we didn't end up at a house. But like, did you go home? prom, I ended up at... Um, What's her name? You totally know her. Yeah, I bet I do. But we, I, I ended up in her basement. <laughs> uh huh. And that was the night that I was maybe the sickest I've ever been in my oh, life. Oh yeah. Because at junior prom, I had like fifteen strawberry daiquiris and pina coladas, and a like bowl after bowl of spiced shrimp. Ew. Oh, it was free. Oh, it was free. My belly hurts thinking about that. Exactly. And that wasn't even yeah. alcoholic. No. no right. It's sugar it's just and shrimp. sugar. Just all kinds of sugar. And but shrimp. Anyway. And shrimp. Spiced shrimp. I hate shrimp. Well, wait. We know her thoughts on shrimp. Yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, her prawns. Um, we well, that doesn't her. sound fun. So, so that's so less. No, I'm not a, so you're not a camper? Uh, no. Yeah. A- absolutely not. Neither are we. We're not campers. Um, it's daylight. How come Emily didn't see a grown ass man in her back seat? I agree, hundred percent. I check my back seat every time I get in my car. Thank you, as you should. Please, yeah. everyone, do this. Yeah, just to be safe. Um, Hannah now knows about Azaria. When do you think that the others will know? Do you think No Khan knows? No Khan does not know. The others won't know until Hannah comes to. Mm. She might keep it. Or she might bring it up to Arya. She might because forget. Or she might forget. In the books, Mike has told me that Hannah does have memory loss. Yeah, that would yeah. make sense. So I don't oh know if that's where we're yeah. going. That moment, though. What the heck, guys? What the heck? I wasn't there for that. Were you shocked? Were you screaming? Michelle's like, what? I actually, what? I actually laughed. Well, oh my god! And the reason I laughed, I think, because of the, the way it was the filmed. girl toppled over the top. Yeah, it was, it was like not slow mo. It was slow mo. But then I was cute. like, "Oh no, Liz is not laughing." <laughs> oh no! And you know what got me is damn Troyan screaming the help, like help, right, and she's right, like right. so distraught and screaming, and I got a little choked up. This is the second time I sure. got choked up watching it because I think shock- she's amazing. It's a shocking ending. It yeah. is shocking. Yeah. And like yeah. now for the and viewers, the you had to wait. You had to wait right. five months to find out what happened to Hannah. Right. Wow. And the other reveal of the videotape at the of end. Of Ian. Too. Yeah. yeah. I, we figured that when we saw their yeah. the heart so in I guess the tree. The tree is more of a reveal because then uh, by the end, I guess you could assume that it That's would be I, Ian. Yeah. But yeah, well, so Ali and I'm Ian. I'm assuming nothing in this show. I'm <laughs> assuming nothing. Nothing. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Will was intrigued by this episode. He is also a newbie like Michelle and asks, uh, who is the second random ex and why does he know Allison? So he's talking about Ian. Yeah. Mm. Why do we, how do we think this Allison Ian thing became a, became a thing? She probably was just like, Hey, and that was it. Cause this guy's an <laughs> ass. Hey. Hey, with like a little hey. Is that how you do it? You put your shoulder forward like you're tackling somebody? Well, you like drop your sweater and you're just okay. like, hey. Right. And I think. Well, you drop Toby's sweater. Toby's sweater. Or any, of right. course. But yeah, I think 
I think probably maybe in the scene where she, where he kisses Spencer's I, neck. Weren't you dying? That was the worst. And then she's like, how dare you? And then A, I mean, Allie is like, was Allie, were Allie and Ian a thing? They could While have been. Spencer was being kissed or you think it happened maybe. after? I'm thinking maybe because after. this, what we see in the uh, video is the night Allison went missing. So it is after Spencer and Ian were together. Right. And so I think it's after. And I think like playing with fire like you can't go far with spencer but come with me and i will mm. you know right and she hey. also calls right. him an knows, old man <laughs> right Allie knows that he's obviously not against dating younger girls so. right and maybe yeah. in this world they think he's hot obviously michelle i don't <laughs> obviously michelle can does i ask it. michelle a question absolutely why is there a camera there why not right do you often take cameras to late night no, that's why it's Trists. cringy. But the thing is, is this late night? This is so well lit. Right. Like, this is supposed to happen where she went missing during the sleepover. Right. Yeah. Right. Why so wasn't this shot in the dark? Right. It's not in the dark. <laughs> it's not in the dark. So, that's it's not in the dark. It's not in the dark. That's it. Department. It doesn't or make it's sense. not. Or it's not. Or this was made and Toby's lying about the sweater or something. He, get, he gave her... Something's not lining up because the video mm. was not dark. Right. Well, we shall see how that unfolds. And I don't think it's weird there's a video there because I feel like I always had my video camera with me when I was a teenager. I would bring it anywhere. <laughs> so I did. I don't like know why 2003. you're laughing. <laughs> what? 2003, Michelle had her video camera everywhere. 2003. Michelle's like, I, went, I took a video camera on every one of my dates. It's totally normal. You're an Ian. You're an Ian. I am not an Ian. <laughs> I do not prey on little kids. Absolutely hey, not. Hey, just sit on that kissing rock. Let me get a shot real quick. Oh, it's so gross with the kissing rock. But like, I, to me, that's that not That is the weird. dumbest name. No one, no kids would ever call something the kissing rock unless you were literally eight years old. And yeah. also how uncomfortable. You're going to sit on a rock and do things. It's like sit on Santa's lap and getting a treat. Like it's <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> Well, I think it's like less doughy than Santa's it's lab. It's definitely but... less doughy. It's hard. <laughs> it's less doughy. Yeah. But yeah, that is a good question, Seth. Why was there a camera there? Why is it possibly daytime? We don't know. Because yeah. then the camera switches and she's holding the camera. Mm-hmm. So it could just be them playing around. Kids mm-hmm. play with cameras yeah. back okay. then. All right. Back yeah. then, p- kids play with cameras. You are inserting your own experience into it, though. Duh. To make it not weird. That's the point of this show, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Is we dissect and put ourselves in these children's okay. shoes. Right. Yeah, and I probably popped there, so I it's apologize. Okay. Uh, Kate asks, what do we think is going to happen with Ashley Marin and her full purse of stolen cash, Michelle? Mm. Well, that woman's going to come back, Mrs. Potter. And be like, hey, I didn't die yet, and I need my money. <laughs> right. Like, she took the money. Is she thinking she, I mean, is it a loan? Is she going to replace it? Oh, she could. You know, like. Maybe if she wants. How? It's a lot of cash to have no to money. replace. Right. It's true. Well, you need money to make a money. I don't know why it's I did that. Or like like that. Money. <laughs> <laughs> She's been watching too that many was, of your movies, Seth. That was <laughs> I think that's a direct quote from the Godfather. You needed the money to make it a money. Um, that was I liked that scene because it was a very 
good example of how to write a lot of exposition quickly yeah. without um, like, oh, my sister just died and I'm the last one. And by the way, here's this visual of all this money. And uh, also you can kind of not like me because I stole all your, all your butterscotch. So it's like they do five different things in 30 seconds with this old woman. And I, I thought that that was really good writing. Yeah. But yeah, I have no idea. I mean, you bad idea, Ashley. Bad idea. But she's backed into a corner. Yeah. You're right. She's she's desperate. She's so desperate. It's one of those yeah. things that they would say, there's nothing I wouldn't do for my family. There it is true. Because that quote I feel like is in every teen drama with the parent who mm-hmm. makes a bad investment, loses money and needs money and steals money. Right. Right. It was something I did for my family. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of family, Wayne is uh he's made an appearance what are we th- what are our thoughts on wayne i like him <laughs> you said nice. um remind me who wayne is quickly. emily's dad then from oh, the yes, Marines. Yes. Yes. oh all right well that uh, that brings me to i did write down my cringiest moment i don't know if, you, if i'm jumping ahead it's all right you can say it okay so normally i'm fine with uh maya mm. but dude shows up from overseas and you don't just like immediately like be like okay bye guys and like slink out the door and she seemed like slightly under offended like she was understanding but like just slightly like oh okay when the mom is like hey you need to leave now you know cuz we haven't seen him in a while huh that was like i wanted to just jump out of a window that's that. wow. funny that you said that cuz i was deeply offended by pam same saying it no yeah i was offended by it as a parent real. i think yeah. you should take your kid privately and be like hey so we're gonna have some family time can you can you tell maya to leave like don't just friend. say it in front of, like you do it in private rude yeah i felt it no, was rude i disagree <laughs> wow now get we know how here. seth parents right <laughs> get out of here girl from across the street uh, uh, wow. right and, and maybe and here's the thing maybe she would have because she doesn't see the picture of them until later she doesn't see the picture of them until a later scene. She doesn't know what's going on. She just knows some kid is hanging out. You mm. know what I mean? She wouldn't. This mom is a nice queen. Yeah. She's not She's uh, not soft and warm. She tells. Well, she so doesn't she, listen. So she's not soft and warm. So what? Wow. He likes yeah, her. Yeah, we know how, how Seth Barron. Now we know who his favorite no, character right? is. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. She's not my favorite character. No, she's he, very one note. She's it's not. She is one right note. now. Yeah, it's not interesting. Like, uh, I do like now that the dad is back. How the dynamic kind of changes. A yeah, little bit. agreed. Um, she definitely she'll get better now that Wayne is there. Yeah, but same thing with Spencer's mom. Now that Spencer's mom is more, you start to get more of the fullness of the 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 parents. Uh, even like Hannah's dad starts to make more of an appearance. Um, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. And Michelle was saying when we were watching that Ella seems to be one note as of right now. Until today's scene. She goes, oh, actually, (laughs) now I can see who Ella really is. Yeah. Byron, though, he's the epitome of filth to me. I can't stand him. I can't stand him. He just like, he did so many grimy things. And now he's just like the way he apologizes about it. It's like with a smile on his face. And I just want to smack it off his face. I don't yes. know if that's just like, what's his name? Not Luke Perry. It's uh, not, well, not Luke Perry. Not even close. I'm sorry. <laughs> what's his name? Are you talking about his brother? Yes. 
Rob Lowe? Yes. His yes. name is Chad Lowe. Thank you for that. Yes. I don't know where yes. I got Luke Perry from. Chad Lowe. I don't know if it's Chad Lowe's face Wait, that I want to slap. Did I know that? Have you not I think talked I, about that I did yet? tell her that. She probably oh, forgot. Okay. Yeah, Rob Lowe's brother is Arya's dad, Chad Lowe. He's Byron. Did I react like this? No, you didn't. So I guess Look you probably you probably didn't register it when I said it. It probably washed over you over the hundreds of characters that are introduced. Right. And I also said it in the first episode, which we watched in August and then hadn't watched it again for like two months. So Right. Anyway, I cannot stand Byron and he's like barely Is he on here? Even done any of it. Byron did not. No, make he's the wall. he's no. not on the wall today. Okay. He's not on the wall today. But okay. No con. No con is. No connie. When you tell me, hey, you know, there's other rooms in this high school where more fun things are happening, and then you just go and play guitar in a dark classroom, you are a dweeb and a nerd and a loser. Oh, Why didn't yeah, you do no, that? He puts Don't you sing? Front. No. You would totally Listen, sing. Every person who plays the guitar has a very fine line to walk between being a guitar player and being guitar guy. The guy at the party who whips out the guitar and starts playing and singing, and everyone suddenly has to like be like, okay, well, we can't talk now. You don't want to be guitar guy. He wants to be guitar guy, and he has found <laughs> singing girl in Aria, and now they just love each other. I, I love I was that. Friends with two guitar guys. <laughs> We've all known a guitar guy. Yeah, there's always a guitar but you don't guy. Be him. Yeah, no. I guess that's true. But yeah. he's not always with the guitar. He's well rounded. He likes old movies and he he's is a football well-rounded. player. He's not. He guitar- likes chest bumps. That's what we know. I know. I liked that. He's not a guitar <laughs> guy. The guitar guy. Is the guitar guy. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I've known the guitar guy. I love this. Sure. I love sure. this about Noel. Yeah, I think he is well-rounded. And honestly, I know Michelle was like, he's, you know, he's not thinking that deep. He's deep. Th- he's deeper than he thinks. Well, now I think he's starting mm. to notice some sure. things. Did you like the contrast between uh, Ezra coming into the doorway and watching him and Arya versus him coming into the doorway and watching Fitz and Arya? I cannot... That whole scene with Arya and Ezra in the classroom was unbearable, and I was so infuriated by the whole thing. I don't know why. Do you guys have listeners who are, like, for this? Like, I don't want to... That are shipping Azaria, as they call it? No, we call them Azaria. Ezria is their real ship name. (laughs) That sounds like a venereal disease. Uh, Ezria. Uh, so Azaria. I think I think we had listeners that like me when watched in the beginning. I, I shouldn't say like me because I never shipped them. But yeah. people in 2010, people shipped this really, really, yes. really hard. Yes. Die hard. Yes. Um, I don't think that I've met anyone that could say that they still are yeah. a die hard for them. So... If you are, let us know. I mean, you know, if you're here, you know what you're you're coming for. So we're not sugarcoating anything, but no. um, <laughs> yeah, they're really tough. They're really tough. We even made a comparison and you probably won't get it because you never watched Gossip Girl. But there's not. a couple on Gossip Girl that we complained about the entirety of the show. And we said that they're even worse than them, which is like a really big statement. <laughs> it's yeah, it's just one of the. It's one of it's one of the relationships that is just a slam dunk no from start to finish and all of the arguments that the characters themselves give are just so baseless. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's it's not like oh, but in this moment oh, like I'm with Michelle. When you said they had a nice moment in the car, I don't care. I, I want that car to set on fire and explode. <laughs> yes, agreed. it was not a nice moment. It was not a nice. There's nothing nice about it. It was cringy yeah. and creepy. And it was creepy and like cars are their thing. Because and it wasn't like passionate. they always are in the car together yeah, because they have true. nowhere else to go because they have to hide. Right. Right. Like Air. Like Arya's dad. It's the same thing. The Didn't cycle I say, continues. I, that's what I Arya's said. Arya's dad is in the yeah. car. Arya is in the car. Yep. Yes. And you're I so said true. She will see Ezra behind the scenes, but date Noel Khan. Right. And have an affair like her parents. Right. Her dad. Yeah. It's psychology one hundred and one. Even though Ezra is not. With somebody, this is basically he has to treat it like an affair too, right? Because it's illegal, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, exactly. Horrible, evil. Blech. Yeah, gross. Oh, it's gross. so bad. Uh, Mike wants to know why didn't any of them write down the license plate? It's <laughs> a great well, question. I guess they probably didn't have a pen, and we're also why, crying why that Hannah, Hannah was not breathing. A was right, <laughs> right exactly. Instead she could have just said, "Guess what? I found out who it I is." I know Come who it me. is. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Because that's Pretty Little Liars. They always want right. that hook and sinker. I know? myself watching it for the third time in twenty four hours was like writing down the license plate and then rewatching the episode and being like, "Whose car is this?" Yeah. Yeah. And people have done that, like on the forums. People, I mean, I don't think it comes up again, but people have done that. Yeah. You know. Um, Mike says, have either of you had, have had crushes with your siblings on the same people? <laughs> so I guess have you and Sam had a crush on the same person at the same time? My sister and I can say probably never because we're four years apart. So no, no we have very different taste in people. <laughs> <laughs> you, Seth, any of, uh, any of you yeah, guys have you, crushes? Yes. Ooh. I dated a girl for six months that my next oldest brother had dated for like three days on AIM. Um, I love it. And I think there was one other one. There was one other girl that we kind of had liked at different times and nothing ever really came of it with either of us. But, but yeah, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Yes, I'm sure it is. Yeah, that is No experience there, but I'm sure it is. All right. So these are questions strictly for you, Seth. Oh, God. Yes or no, without okay. giving anything away. Oh, well, did you like the ending of the show? So I guess what you know about the ending of the show, are you yes. happy with it? Oh, oh. I, as someone who loves camp, who loves extreme things, who loves just things that are so bad that they're good, yes. Everything that I know about the ending of the books, everything I know about the ending of the show, yeah, I absolutely, whenever... Hollywood spends money, <laughs> millions of dollars <laughs> to put yeah. out something this insane. I am all for it. Yeah. So something to look forward to, Michelle. That's a good teaser. Yeah. Rank your liars, favorite to least favorite. And okay, you can so do that when the first time you watched and now, you know, the, now more recently, if you want, you don't have to. It Things change pretty rapidly. Um, you know, over the next couple of seasons, uh, you said worst to best, um, favorite to least favorite. So I guess you okay. can do, you know, your favorite first. Favorite is probably gonna be Hannah. Um, she's sassy, but she's not ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 
She's warm still. Like she's still got a, a big heart. Yes, and she's not fat at all in the slightest. And those flashback scenes, Ugh, I'm like, awful. okay, so am I a rhinoceros or something? Because you're literally talking to a skinny, beautiful girl. Yeah, and the <laughs> the fact that they literally had to put <laughs> they like put her in a shirt. And they, yeah. Well, they also and some of them put like padding in her shirt. Right. I'm like, this is so uncalled for. It's but e- but even with the padding, I know. She's no, not I totally like fat. Exactly. They call it hefty Hannah. It's oh, awful. Horrible. Yeah. So, yeah uh hannah for sure the number two spot is kind of strange but i'm probably gonna go emily and then spencer and then aria yeah yeah Yeah. spencer sucks to me like i i don't i don't i don't like her whole thing um emily's a little bit more relatable and aria just for the whole ezra if you remove Ezra, I think Arya is the most normal. I think she's yeah. like the coolest, most interesting. Oh my god, I was living for her huge knit cap hat. Oh this yeah, episode. she looks so cute. And I was like, people with hair need to bring this back. Girls need to start doing this again because it was so. I love watching the show because of that fashion. Yeah, like I wasn't a teenager at this point, but it was still like you know, fashionable, mm. uh, like the fashion that I kind of grew up with. And I was just like, people need to wear giant hats. Wasn't that just a beret? No, it's a big, like thick. It was like a big, cap. it was like, like a, a big beanie. beret. It was a beanie. It was like a heavy yeah. backed. Oh, was it? I it it, was it looks a like a beret, but it was like a heavy Maybe beret. Maybe it was just a small head and it was just a big she beret. She does have a small head though. It's a cute little head. She made it happen. <laughs> yeah. She looked adorable in that hat. It 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 suit her very well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, if you were A and you sent out wow, sorry. If you were A, would you send out the liar's secrets to the public or just keep it to the liars to tease them? Well, I, I guess I would tease them. I wouldn't um I would not like when A starts reaching out about like the liposuction and different things like that. I get it, but um, I think A works best when it's almost in this imaginary realm. We know that it's happening for real, right? Like the the in no way does the storytelling ever lead us to believe that this could be in their heads. But it's so fantastical, mm-hmm. <laughs> fantastic. I don't mm-hmm. know if fantastical is even a word, but it's so fantastic. It's so supernatural almost that. You don't know what's real, what's not. How is this possible? And with it being contained to just their friend group, you also aren't sure if it's one of them, like what's what's really going on. So that would be me. That's how I would torture them, by keeping it to something that they would have to question their sense of reality itself. Right. And, and Michelle, so do you believe like the end goal for A is to – solely mess with them or is it for them to take them out like to kill them because allison is dead so would they also want the four others to be dead as well no i don't think no. it's so it's just to tease them she got hit by a she car got hit by a car yeah but she knew too much she knew too much i don't think <laughs> it was to kill her though oh it was just like hitting him with a car like just to nice like prevent way, like, it for temp- temporary name- yeah. temporarily right Put the car into just break. Like, let me just break, just break the legs. Bump you. <laughs> yeah, 
it was so just so dramatic. Do you think that maybe they tried to just bump her, but <laughs> Hannah was just dramatic and threw Honestly, herself? Honestly, that's what it looked like, and that's why I laughed. <laughs> but it is, it is like very a sad. like leans out the window. Is like, come on, it wasn't that. Yeah, bad. I tapped you. <laughs> You're fine. Get up. Yeah. Walk and you it did off. A dramatic yeah. jump and roll. Yeah. No, she was right. unconscious. Yeah, no, I she know. It's sad. I got it. Yeah. Um, Vic wants to know what is your type of TV show since you don't watch any of the other teen dramas what are you currently watching what is your type of show sure um, I I don't watch a ton of TV but I can tell you like my three favorite TV shows right now would definitely be I Think You Should Leave um, the sketch comedy show on Netflix I've seen it 50,000 times it's amazing it's hilarious um both shows that Nathan Fielder did, um, uh, the rehearsal and Nathan for you, those are also incredibly rewatchable, but very uncomfortable, but amazing stuff. And then the greatest TV show of all time, which Ezra Fitz should find himself on, is to catch, to catch a Predator. <laughs> I knew that was coming. There then. has never, there has never <laughs> been that. It is the reason that TV was invented. Was so that show? Good. It's the greatest use of television that anyone has ever you're absolutely ever correct had. you're absolutely correct so so yeah so putting those three things together i guess my type of show is uh middle-aged white men making other people feel very uncomfortable yeah i guess if that's how you had to that's how <laughs> you that's your genre <laughs> that's your thing yeah uncomfortable but then like like i said like gilmore girls um i've been trying to convince my wife so for so many years to do uh touch by a podcast where we do touch, touch by, by an angel, angel. Yeah. <laughs> totally should so do it. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. I will do it with you. Let's do, do it. it. Um, who do you ship? Now I guess do you have a current ship that's happening right now, or are you looking forward to maybe some other future ships that we don't know about yet? Um none. None of them. None of these people should be in relationships. <laughs> They're all okay. really messed up, very immature. They make very poor decisions. The only thing that I kind of like in a way right now is Hannah and his name's going to escape me because they call him Hermie. Lucas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Hannah and Lucas. But I also know people like I knew people like Lucas in high school and they weren't cool. <laughs> like, like he's got the whole like, I'm a geek kind of a charm thing. And I get it. It's like a contrast for her. You know, it's different. But it's like, come on. This guy's guy's a little nutso. <laughs> Especially we she you know, we see his shoes. Mm, his shoes. Mm, what leather leather jacket. Mm. And the leather jacket sold. Yep. Which she like literally yep. blew me away last week with that. I so I yeah, I listened to that and I was like, that's, <laughs> that's a good pickup, very right? Good. Yeah. Very good observation. She's a good detective. Yeah. 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 Uh, last question. Would we have followed A or waited for our friends? Uh, definitely never would have followed A. Would have waited for our friends. Wait, in what? In I what? guess like if you got a text at Camp Mona, would you go on your yeah. own to search, or would you wait for your friends? Because I, I would not be going alone at anywhere. Safety in numbers. Yeah, I, I, I think that I would because I just want to know. Like I don't care. Like I'm not playing the game. You gotta, you gotta break the rules. However, whatever games A is playing. You got to cut straight through it and just get to who this person. Yeah, is. and that's Spencer. She's yeah out to kill whoever. Right. 
like it killed me when a sends him that video from inside the closet oh. oh because it's like okay what a stupid thing to do if they had just opened the closet or if they all sat there in the room for two hours and then spencer was like all right let me grab my dehumidifier now whoa <laughs> hey you're here you know what i mean right like, they're just so confident in their skills right. yeah and so right and that's what you with a bully with someone like that you just got to Cut right through it. Don't play their game. Get get to them. So I, if I saw someone that I thought was A, I would chase him down. I don't care if I die. I will write in blood on the tree. <laughs> it was, and then I'd probably just get to A. Yeah, and right. Die, and be like, we know, we know it was A. <laughs> what else? What else? All right. So I know you love the beret. Britt also thought yeah. that Melissa's entire outfit was from Ann Taylor, very 2010. I agree with the sweater necklace the combo. I don't know if you, know, you guys noticed the flats, some of the flats. Oh, the yeah. Show. God. They're so They're flat. They're so flat. The shoes are just like non-existent. Well, yeah. How did people wear I never wore flats. Yeah, I, I could o- never. I always wore flats. Yeah, I hate them. I hate them. We know your cringy scene was with Pam and Maya, but uh, can we agree on our cringy scene? The kissing of the neck? Oh, that was yours? Because mine was Toby with the yeah. tree. No. So Toby of the tree was my favorite. <laughs> that was your favorite scene? That's not cringy. Right. That's, just That's great. amazing. That's just great. Oh, yeah, but like the that. Kissing on the neck? Can hated I, everything about that. Can I give a theory here quickly? Your floor is okay. yours. Feel free to edit out this entire thing, okay? Boop! That's your marker, okay? Thank you. There are so many references to film history throughout this show. It is insane. And it's not just like, oh, we watched Titanic. I, I didn't write them all down when I was rewatching because I rewatched in the last like two days, episodes one through 10 to just re like fill my brain with this stuff to prepare for talking. Allison at one point references the German film Das Boot. Uh, Toby mentions a Fritz Lane double feature at the local cinema. There has not been a Fritz Lane double feature at a local cinema <laughs> ever. Okay. Uh, Emily and Maya go to see I Walked with a Zombie from 1943. I had messaged you guys when I think you were doing like the first or second episode about the poster. There's a poster in Ezra's apartment, and then they actually go and see that movie later on. The writers are not like dum dums, they're not idiots. And I really wonder how much of this stuff, like that thing with the tree, like some of the reactions, I wonder how much of it is intentional. Like, is this just really campy on purpose? Like, it's really high drama. Like I said, it's it's almost like an experiment from the writers. Like, how how much nonsense, mystery, can we just keep pumping into it without giving any answers? And then you get answers, but then they just don't matter because we're on to the next thing. You know what I mean? And so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because you people get hooked on the mystery. It's the same thing that Twin Peaks did. The first couple episodes of Twin Peaks is just a straight police procedural who killed Laura Palmer. And then you end up going to like alternate dimensions with like ghosts and spirits and all this different stuff. And that's kind of what this show is doing. Am I saying here for the first time that Pretty Little Liars is our generation's Twin Peaks? I don't know. <laughs> oh my I don't know. That's a bold statement. Hey, yeah. Seth. So you're the movie guy. I don't want to be the guitar guy. I will be the movie guy. Yeah. That was great. No, that was great. And I think you're on to something for sure. Yeah. It it, it kind of helps 
me think about this show a little bit differently. Right. I think it might be intentional. Let's just hope that they're doing it intentionally and now we can look at it and really absorb it in a different light. I mean, I probably won't notice any of the film references. Mm. All All of the episode titles, almost all of them are movie names. Yeah, and like they Gossip do. Girl. They do talk about a lot of of books yes, in the show books, too. Mockingbird, lots of books. Um, yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That that to me fits. Yeah, yeah. That Ezra fits. That Ezra fits. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I love it. Do you have a favorite quote of the episode? I do. I do. I wrote it down. I have two, but I will give you one. That's what you can say. Really quickly, whatever you like. Mona, love Mona in this episode. So great. I don't always love Mona. She's so funny. I want to go to Camp Mona. I want to get my hair blown out. <laughs> me too. Same. Uh, I loved her line, if you don't, if you disappoint me, I'm going rogue. Because it's just so over the top and crazy. But my actual favorite lo- quote is the final uh, message from A, which is just, she knew too much. Because I'm just picturing... <laughs> It's it's not quite a threat like the other messages from A. It's almost like, you know, like, sorry, guys. Like, as A is, like, speeding <laughs> away, it's like, look, she knew too much. I'm, I'm really sorry about this. I, I already removed her from the group chat, her phone, you know. It's just so silly. Like, it's very, like, prescient and, like, like I said, like, almost, like, supernatural. But I just love the idea of A driving away, like, furiously texting, she knew too much. <laughs> yes. What about you? I do like a good butterscotch. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's like, that's me with the suckles. I am that I'm Mrs. Potter. I love a hard candy, so Ugh. I do too. I had Emma's Fermona and massages, not mosquitoes. Yeah, I that like was, that, that too. Was. Everything. She's she is in her element. She's on cloud nine. She's in control. Yeah. And it's great. Like it's great to see someone that um horrible enjoying themselves and she's enjoying herself all over this episode what about an mvp for this episode who did you choose seth uh mona i i I don't know if that goes with how you normally do it but i just i literally when once they got there i was like just i don't care about the mystery i don't care about all this stuff anymore like just let me spend time at camp mona and like see what's going on yeah that's a great answer and we never discriminate anyone's you know, MVPs are shittiest because it's whatever resonated with you for the episode. And clearly Mona did that for you. What about you? Hannah. Always. Hannah. We had a few votes for Hannah. I actually picked Maya because I felt like Maya was good. She's she's definitely a good partner for Emily. And she's just very wise beyond her years. Seth's not buying this. She's very mature, I find. Yes. Okay. So this just wasn't her episode. Get out of the house. (laughs) no hey i love hearing the opposite opinion of what we had but he's wrong (laughs) but he is wrong (laughs) we uh also had votes for emily and for melissa for trying to patch up things with spencer i just don't believe melissa that's i don't believe her kids say not genuine um to just turn on a dime and be like why why do we hate each other and it's like, bro, we just saw a flashback of why you hate your sister. And it's because, you know, she keeps getting with the guys that you're in a serious relationship with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not believable. Yeah. And and Spencer's like, oh, I didn't think we hated each other. And Melissa's like, 
Yes, like she like threw that term like loosely, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I yeah. said we hate each yes, other. Weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. What about a shittiest? Here we go. Um, well, I I gotta go with Ezra Fitz, of course. Any episode that he's in. Um the poem, the whole just that whole thing, like how can you say how can you be so mean to me, but you write such lovely words and when especially when uh Noel's in the the doorway and he's like you got something you want to say to me i'm like bro are you threatening or trying to intimidate a student you're a bad guy like you're a bad guy he should be looking in that classroom and saying this is strange this is weird this is uncomfortable right and and right. Ezra is going to use his position to intimidate a student i see a pattern of behavior here that i don't like Absolutely, and I also picked Ezra for all of those reasons. I hate Ezra. I'm so. I'm done. I'm done with this dude. Other other side. Gross. Can we just put like the barf emoji over his face? I should. We should do that as a reel and just put the barf emoji over (laughs) Ezra's face. There is no tension because I know that this will repeat itself very soon right, right. exactly you're, right. You're and it's, just, it's over you're kiss you're gonna say i gotta go i know that one of those things <laughs> yeah. happen so that's, exactly that's one it. of the three will for sure right. happen right we're gonna go into a betty of the week you were total better total better Total this week i have chosen Teresa. Teresa girl teresa's been with us for uh, since the tree hall talk days and she's given our thoughts on the gossip girl reboot and i love to hear her opinions they're a little bit different than ours she's actually enjoying it <laughs> a little bit more than we are nice. um but we just wanted to give her a, a shout out and say thank you so much for your continued support and we love you very much and we are just very thankful for you so Thank you, Thank Teresa. You. Teresa, I don't know you, but I love you. Yeah. Yay. Thanks, Seth. To know her is to love her. It's so true. <laughs> so true. What do you think we should do as an emoji? So every week we pick an emoji to let the listeners or to, to signal the listeners to send us it. So I was thinking about it at camp, but then we already did a 10. And then I was like, maybe marshmallow, s'mores. None of those exist. So what do you guys think? I mean, you could do a car. Well, I think I was going to say do a, car. a car. All right, let's do that. Because it yeah. kind of will. Let's a do a car. Why is it a car? And then they'll think, oh, maybe it's because the, they're kissing in this car. And then boom, at the last second. Hannah gets hit by a car. And Hannah gets hit by a car. Yeah. So let's yeah. do a car. Yeah. You can take that emoji, put it in a DM on Instagram. Maybe you want to send it on Discord if you're over there. Or maybe you want to put it in an Apple podcast review <sighs> And we do have one this week that Michelle is going to read. Our pretty liar of the week is Will Quill, parentheses Royal, listen Michelle aces five stars. You can't fault these two lovely ladies for serving up a new podcast to the Total Betty family. They are the perfect set of podcasters and match the crazy energy of Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> you can listen to these two break down this second gen teen drama while taking a deuce or rallying from too many mimosas at lunch. I love it. We gave we gave them a task so and he followed through with the task and used all of the uh tennis 
Got it. Language. Yeah, it's very say, cute. Are there a lot of yes. like, poop breaks on this show? Like, <laughs> there's there can be. There can. <laughs> I don't think we we've ever taken one poop break. Oh, we're poop positive though. We're a poop. We're very poop positive podcast, like, but we've never taken a like a break for a poop. Maybe a break for a pee, but never a break for a poop. I mean, I probably have dropped a deuce before without leaving the room. No. <laughs> You're saying it no, like just oh, right on like the couch. I didn't tell you, but it happened. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure she would know if right, I dropped okay. one. <laughs> I just, on the I don't know. I you guys are matching know. the crazy energy of this show. I don't know. That's You're true. right. You're right. That's true. Okay, so I'm going to give both of you and our listeners the title for next week's episode and my little secret to share. Ooh. Very excited. So the episode title is Moments Later. As I said, this uh, episode will premiere five months after this one in real time. But for us, it will be next week. So how exciting. And my secret to share. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Is that Emily comes out to her dad next week. Mm. So what's going to happen with Hannah? I want to know, though. The girls are going to go visit Hannah in the hospital. She's going to be hooked up. She's going to come to and be like, I don't really remember much. Amnesia. Yes. Hamnesia. That's what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. And they're going to Hamnesia. They're going to try to prompt some things, <laughs> but nothing's going to nothing's going to come to her until like probably seasons later. Mm. Where she gets like a <gasps> like wakes up from a dr- like a dream and like and like Lucas. We'll, we'll cut the episode <laughs> and then we'll open up the next episode. So we're in it for the long run. Uh, Emily coming out to her dad, I think will go well, but her mother will be upset about it. Mm. Okay. And then we'll have this stupid Ezra and Arya hooking up <laughs> while she's hanging out with Noel Khan. What about Ashley and the money? Yeah, I think uh, she might feel a little guilty about it, but she'll just tell Hannah like, oh, I had like, either I got a raise, I got a new position, we're okay now, or I took care of it. Okay. For now, and next week. What about Ian? I don't like this guy, so <laughs> I, he actually left my mind. Oh my! Yeah, gosh. I know. You like want to forget about him because he's so cringe. I know, but we can't, right? Because he was in the video. Yeah, he was in the video with Allison, and Tobifer was arrested. And Toby and was hope, arrested. I hope Toby tells his part, even though he feels no one will believe him. Mm-hmm. But Ian is sus. He's definitely sus. Even though I don't think he's air killed. Allie. Wow. All right. I think he was hooking up with Allie and they were making fun videos. Oh my God. You are I defending stand by this it. guy in your mind. I'm not defending him. <laughs> I'm not defending him. I don't think I don't do I think it's inappropriate? Yes. Do I think the video part of that of that is not weird? We all played with videos. Played with videos. Made videos. <laughs> That's just what they were doing. I, they were just playing with videos. Come on, <laughs> man! That's not weird to you know, me. Can you, can He's you, a weird dude. This, can you please write in to where they playing with videos at gmail dot com? I would really like to hear your thoughts. <laughs> where are they playing with videos? <laughs> playing with videos, TM. Playing with videos, company. It's my new. Uh, we know how here. Michelle feels about the videos. Uh, Seth, do you have any last words, any questions you'd like to ask us or Michelle, any prediction type uh, questions 
Anything you've noticed that you want to talk about? Um, not really. I guess I would ask for Ian's character. You guys saw him in like Smart House and Luck of the Irish and stuff. Growing of course, up. of yeah. course, of course. So of course. that was like yeah. really shocking for me. Like only seeing him in those kinds of roles. And then he shows up in this kind of more adult intimidating. And I was like, this is the luck of the Irish kid. Like get out of here with yep. this guy. That's how I feel. Yeah. Same. That's how I felt. Well, thank you, Seth. Um, we're certain to have you on again. Hey, thanks for because having Because yeah. this was a blast. Uh, Seth, why don't you uh why don't you plug, plug, li- why don't you plug a little something? Uh, well, Michelle and I are doing a show together, which is exciting. Um, I know that you guys are usually listening to her talk about TV, but I've convinced her to talk about movies for a little bit. Um, and so we have a new show called Movie Friends. And... You know, it's all right. It's not that good. But it's not say that. Michelle, so you might like it. And it's got you. It's got me. So if you hated this episode, don't listen. <laughs> it's just more of this. <laughs> There's no way you guys could hate this episode. <laughs> no, no way. this is this an is awesome. A per- this is a perfect this trio. This is an awesome episode. Not of this podcast, but of this show. <laughs> of oh the show. Gosh. When yeah. I was watching it, I was like, dude, yes, yes, yes. But anyway. Yeah, it's a really you came on for a great yes. episode. When I, when I saw what it was, I was like, yes. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Um but yeah, so good. it's movie friends and we talk about movies and we really kind of the emphasis on it is to to start a conversation with people and have people kind of watch along because you know the premise of the show is Michelle hasn't watched these movies and I have, and we kind of are giving two different uh opinions on them. Me having known about the movie and her kind of first time reaction to it um, because a lot of people are kind of intimidated to get started on some of the bigger movies or they don't feel comfortable admitting that they haven't seen big movies. And yet Michelle is very humble and willing to (laughs) subject herself to much ridicule. And do people feel that way? That's so weird. Yeah, all, All the time people are like, you know, I'm really ashamed to admit or, oh, I know that I I know that I should have seen this one. And my response to them is always, look, there's so many movies out there. There's so much better things to do with your time. Anyone who's bragging that they've seen, like the amount of movies that I've seen should not be bragging. It's like, oh, I sat down and watched something great. Whoa, <laughs> real big accomplishment. So yeah. anyway, so yeah, we just want to meet people and talk to them. Well, where can they find you? If you want to talk to Seth personally. If you want to talk mm-hmm. to me personally, my phone number is area code 60. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at osethy, O-H-S-E-T-H-Y. That is my Twitter. I don't really go many other places. You can find me on Letterboxd if you do watch movies. That's just Seth Vargas. And uh, Is that like an app? It like to track like yep. good like good reads where you track all yes. the movies that you've watched. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So and Liz, I would really like for you to come on for a future show. Done. I have which I, movie? I don't want to say anything yet, but okay. I will give you a hint. I know it's a movie that you like. Let's just leave it yeah. at that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I look forward to it. Well, thank you, Thanks Seth. Thanks for having me, and Seth. You'll come back. I will talk about pick- the show all the time. All day. Yeah. So pick your season two episode. Let all me right. know. Whatever one you want, you got. Right. And you'll see Seth again on this podcast. 
And if you don't want it to, well, too bad. Because I said he's coming back. That's right. And this is not this the is pod for you. Fitz. You don't want me there, <laughs> but I will be back. Hey, thanks so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, part of the Total Betty Podcast Network. If you'd like to find out more about our network, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. If you'd like to join in on the fun with submitting questions and comments, weareliarspod at gmail.com is where you'll find us. This has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.